You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode number 47. Hey guys, I wanted to take a second to thank all my longtime listeners and to welcome all first-time listeners to this podcast. It means a lot to me and it keeps me going to provide you more valuable content so you can live your healthiest life. Now on to this episode. It's another excellent day. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast. The one podcast that everyone agrees and says has the best fitness, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle advice in the world. And now, your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a fun and passionate fitness trainer with us today. Her name is Christina Panagopoulos. Hope I got that right. We will be talking about healthy eating, working out, and how to put it all together. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Christina. Christina, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, I am. Great. <laughs> Christina Panagolopoulos. Oh, man, I think I butchered that one really bad. But anyhow, did I say it right? No. <laughs> uh, close, close. Close, okay. Is the founder and owner of CW Physique. Christina attended the Chicago Academy of Arts as a young girl and later went on to the University of Illinois to further her study in dance. After graduating, she chronically injured her hip and could no longer dance. She then turned, in, turned to fitness and nutrition to heal herself. She became certified through the National Academy of Sports Medicine, NASM, as a certified personal trainer and metabolic coach. Christina, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with our audience a little bit more and how you got started? Yeah, um, I got started in fitness. Um, about I've been training for about 10 years now. And as a child, I, I struggled a little bit. I was, um, I guess you could say chubby as my mother would like to call me. And I had issues. And then when I went on to become a dancer, I went the other way and I became extremely skinny and just didn't really understand, you know, how to treat your body right through exercise and through nutrition. So once I got into college, um, I started to realize how to feed my body properly, how to use my fuel efficiently and exercise and treat my body right. And that's when I started to really get involved in um, exercise and I became a trainer. Very good. And so to to allow our audience to learn a little bit more, can you share one cool or unique fact about yourself? Um, I started getting interested when I started getting interested in personal training. Um, I also got interested in uh, bodybuilding, specifically figure competitions, and I've been training for them. Um, I got I just got into the industry, and I've really fell in love. I fell in love with it. I've competed in um, a handful of shows, and that that's not you know not your norm for personal training. But um, I really love the lifestyle of it. So um, yeah, that's one cool thing, I guess. Awesome, awesome. We'll kind of dive into that a little bit later uh, in the show. But um, mm-hmm. for now, I want to focus in on this topic of healthy eating and, um, you know, working yeah. out, um, uh, trying to put it all together for our audience here. Um, <clears throat> and so how would you describe in your opinion, what healthy eating is all about to our, our audience? Um, a lot of people get stuck in counting calories or, you know, 
eating a certain amount of this or becoming like overly obsessed with what they eat. And I think it's really important to listen to your body and fuel it efficiently. Um, when people work with me with nutrition, they're actually really surprised at how much food that I have them consuming. And they're like, I'm, I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to gain weight. And I'm like, no, you're not going to gain weight. Not every food is created equal. When you fuel yourself with the proper nutrients and whole foods, it's a lot more, you get a lot more nutrient-dense foods that fill you up and they're way better for you. So that's one thing that I really preach. And besides, and, and I never count calories, um, never. People ask me, how many calories should I be eating? I'm like, that's not something I, I, I tell people to do. I say, watch your macronutrients because those are what you should really be focused on. Like how much fat are you consuming? How much protein are you consuming? How much carbohydrates, because those things will help you determine, okay, what you need to tweak to get to your optimal physique or get to your goal. Super. Yeah. And I totally believe in that. Um, people get caught up in the numbers a little bit, although there are certain numbers definitely to, um, to monitor. Um, but mm -hmm. I think that, uh, for, for some people, you know, calorie counting can be a little bit too mm, time consuming, or I don't know what your opinion is, but, um, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it, it, and it can create for like an unhealthy relationship with food too um, because they become obsessed with it and they just start to focus only on the numbers. And when you listen to your body and, and just feed it the right food, um, you'd be surprised that you actually don't consume a million calories, you know, um, and you feel more full and satisfied. And I think that macronutrients are a way a healthier way to approach um, weight goals. Exactly, exactly. Now, now I'm assuming a lot of your clients are mm, looking to lose weight. Would that be correct? And if, if that's the case, what, what sort of the steps that you take with these clients to get them started? Um, yeah, I'd say most clients want to lose weight. Um, a lot of them want to lose weight and or build lean muscle mass. And what I usually do with clients when I first meet with them is I assess where they're starting at because I need to know what are they currently doing, what are the habits that we need to work on and break, and what are the things that, you know, we need to incorporate. So I ask people what they eat, you know, and I have them write it down for a few days and see, okay, you know, you're not eating enough breakfast. Like how, how much do you eat during the day? What do you do throughout the day? And a lot of times people don't even realize that they're not even drinking water or they don't eat any actual protein until dinner or they eat like their carb intake the whole day's worth at dinner. So I start there just to kind of get people aware of what they're already doing. And then from there, I create a meal plan based on their um, specific goals and uh, um, have them follow like that macronutrient system that I was talking about. And that's, that's kind of how I start and from how their body progresses or doesn't, I, I change their meal plan based on that. And a lot of it is also based off of, um, their body type, you know, ectomorph, endomorph, mesomorph, what kind of body type they are and how, how do they react to certain, um, nutrients. Perfect. Excellent, uh, advice. Um, a lot of my clients, uh, do want to lose weight, but they also want to tone up. Is there a different eating uh, regimen for those who want to tone up? Um, yeah, and, and I like to call it getting leaner. 
um, because uh, toning is is really, you know, you can't really tone muscle. So I say get lean by decreasing body fat because then you can see the muscle. But yes, you also have to work on in, um, increasing that muscle by exercising too. So when you have, when people want to, you know, see their muscles or be leaner, um, I usually will, it, it depends on the body type, but a lot of times um, people don't eat enough protein. So increasing their protein so that they can hold on to their muscle mass and kind of altering with their carbohydrates because it, timing is huge with, with carbohydrates. You know, you need them in the morning when you wake up because that's when you need energy. It's the first thing in the morning. You know, don't eat a big bowl of um, rice at night because unless you're planning on running six miles, you don't need all that energy. You're just going to store it. So eating it in, bre- in at breakfast and then before your workout and after your workout are essential times to um, have the carbohydrates to fuel your body efficiently to help build that muscle mass and decrease body fat. Awesome. Now, you know, are there any specific foods that you would recommend? Um, I, you know, I like to give my clients variety because a lot of times if I, if I'm really strict with my clients, they're really, or just in general, if you're strict with something, you're less likely to adhere to it. So I give my clients like a, a, a list of foods to choose from. And I would say that, you know, my favorite proteins would be egg whites are great, chicken, um, turkey, um, fish. All of those are really good proteins. And then for carbohydrates, I would say oatmeal is really great, sweet potatoes, nothing that will spike your um, your blood sugar too quickly. Um, and then for fats, you could have olive oil or I love peanut butter. I have a problem with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Or avocados are great. Um so, you know, things like that and then pairing the foods, you know, having chicken and avocado and brown rice or something like that. But it, my clients usually like the variety of chick- picking and choosing of the foods and, and putting them together. That way there's, they feel like they have a little bit more control over it, more freedom, I should say. Awesome. Um, you know, certainly a lot of my clients, they they want to work out and they're not sure what to do and, and they're, that's where I come in. What is it that you uh, try to do with clients as far as working out? Um, as far as working out, when I start with a client, I always do a fitness assessment because um, I need to know what their mobility is like. That is my baseline. I need to know if they have core strength, balance strength, mobility, regardless of their of their goals. You know, if they want to be a power lifter, I still need to make sure that they have like the flexibility, the core and stamina to do something that extreme. Or even if they want to just do something like lose weight, I always start with my foundation of that. Um, and then from there I build and see how their strengths are in every single like bigger muscle group to make sure that they are without any added weight to make sure that they have no muscular imbalances. Um, or any kind of injuries that's still lingering or created some other compensation problem. So I always start with just basic body-weighted exercises so I can assess where a client needs to start. If they're all cleared, good to go from there, um, it depends on their goals, but let's say they want to lose body fat. Um, 
what I would normally do is something called peripheral heart action. And that is where I would choose one upper body part, let's say like chest, and then one lower body part, say hamstrings. And I would alternate, I would superset one chest exercise with one hamstring exercise for about three sets, and then I would go on to something else. And that's a great way to train to help pump blood through the body to help decrease, um, well, it gets your heart working um, hard, which first off, but it also helps burn uh, body fat. So that's great too. You know, that is an awesome workout, and, and um, I'm not sure if, if that's something all trainers know about, but uh, definitely do an upper body followed by a lower body body part to get that blood circulating mm-hmm. around the body is, is certainly a good strategy to burn extra calories while bur- building muscle. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> Very good. Excellent. Now, um, as far as what you do with clients and you know, you're working out and then you're helping them meal plan and so forth. Um, describe to our audience exactly um, what what makes you overall different from someone who's down the street um, as a trainer. Um, I'd say my I, what makes me different from your average like trainer or box trainer um, is probably my attention to detail and overall, um, program. I, you know, when I do things, I, when I see clients, I almost always ask them what they ate the night before over the weekend or for breakfast, because even though they're training with me, you know, for an hour that day, I haven't seen them for maybe four days, five days, and I don't know what they did the rest of those days. So, um, I usually always give my clients I send them workouts to do when they're not with me to make sure that they have some um, something to pull from and to do on their own time. If a client's doing nutrition with me, I'm constantly checking in on their chart, making sure that they're progressing and um, going forward with their goals. And then when I meet with them and or changing their meal plan, and then when I meet with my clients, um, you know, when we're doing a workout, I, I constantly am paying attention to detail of that client. I'm, I'm big on preventative wellness and preventing injuries because I feel like a lot of times people will get people come to me and say, I had a trainer and I hurt my rotator cuff and I had to get surgery or I have to get surgery. Or, you know, I was with a trainer and I pulled this muscle and, and you know, it's like they come, sometimes I get like people who are traumatized and are scared to work with trainers. So my big thing is making it that I I don't traumatize people and I I say, okay, I want to make sure that you are good across the board with like nothing, no injuries you have, everything is recovered before we go forward and work on increasing your strength. So I I always say that I like to work clients in the most efficient way and that's making sure that your body is working at its most optimal level. And if it's not, I'm going to take the time to make sure that it gets there. So I don't want anybody, you know, 20 years from now to have a shoulder that's burnt out because we did all this wear and tear on their rotator cuff and 20 years later they're paying for it, you know. My goal as a trainer is to make sure by the time they're 70, they're still able to do the exact same stuff they're doing now at 30 or 40. Absolutely. Um, If not more. Oh, of course, of course. Do you have um, a particular client that you want to work with over another, or is pretty much everyone um, 
is a good client? Oh, I love variety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love having a different, you know, that's one of the perks about it. my job, I think, is every day, every hour, I have somebody different. Um, you know, I have somebody who is pregnant, six months pregnant and working on, you know, staying in shape. And then I have somebody who has hip replacements that, you know, is trying to work on their mobility. And then I have somebody who is an elite, you know, soccer player. It's all, I love the variety of it and having different challenges with each client. So I wouldn't necessarily say there's one client I would like over the other. Um, I just like people who work hard (laughs) and want the results. Me and you alike. All right. The next question I have for you here, Christina, is, well, when, when people come in and they say that they've done like, CrossFit or if they've done some other workout programs and so forth, Zumba, um, what is it about those programs do you like or don't like? And uh, what do you tell these people? Um, You know, I love when people are proactive and go out and try and get into routines of exercises um, and get in shape. But the problem with certain programs like that – is that they target your average Joe and it could just be somebody who's been sitting at a desk is 30 pounds overweight and hasn't exercised for 20 years since college or something like that. And they go into this, you know, CrossFit or whatnot and they're not conditioned enough. And a lot of the times there's those people, there's a lot of people in there and there's not enough, like I said, attention to detail and the injury rate is extremely high. So I, I'm not against them exercising, but they have to absolutely, absolutely know what they're doing and making sure that they are monitored by a a coach or trainer is important. But um, I would say that I'm not the biggest fan. (laughs) I hate to say that because I want people to exercise, but I want them to make sure that the problem with big group exercise is that you can't get the attention that you need. So same with like, you know, even group fitness classes are great, but half the time people are going in in gym shoes, which are meant to go in one direction that's running, right? It's meant to go in forward, but people go in with these restrictive gym shoes on and they're going side to side and, you know, next thing you know, they twist their ankles. So I think that it's really important to make sure if you do a program like that, know what you're getting into, make sure you're properly dressed and making sure that you have the attention that you need from a coach or a trainer or instructor. Awesome. Awesome. Good advice for sure. Um, I I do want to get into a few other things uh, uh, accordingly. And one of them was this bodybuilding thing that you experienced. Now, a lot of my audience may never get to that point and uh, that's absolutely fine. I find myself, you know, talking to more women, about 95% of my clientele is women. And, you know, the idea of getting on that train to train like one, but getting off before they become one of them, if you will. Um, a lot of women mm-hmm. have a fear of becoming too bulky or so, and, and things like that. What would you say to, to the women out there who uh, are, I guess, afraid or don't know uh, anything about bodybuilding? Yeah. Um, well, honestly, I didn't know anything either when I started and, um, I hired a coach before I got started into it and I had a really good, I had friends who did it too, to help me understand it. So I'd say first off, you have to hire a coach you need, and somebody who knows what they're doing. 
make sure that that coach, um, you know, has experience, has worked with men and women who doesn't like starve their athletes so and has a good track record. So make sure you ask your questions and um, make sure all your I's and T's are crossed and dotted before you get into it. Now, as far as competing goes, um, the one reason why I got into it is because I wanted, you know, I feel like people do really well with goals. Um, you know, you, you work hard to achieve something in any aspect of your life. So I'm not, I hate running and I would never run a marathon. Kudos to the people who do that. But this was my version of a marathon. Um, so with that being said, I, I knew how hard it was going to be. And hard is an understatement when I say that word. It was probably one of the most difficult things. The nutrition is extremely intense. It's more mentally challenging than it is physically. Um, but, you know, making sure that you eat all your food, me- measure all your food, prepare all your food for the week, going to the gym, um, you have no social life or anything like that. Um, so that's one thing that you have to mentally prepare yourself for. The second thing is how your body changes. Now, I, you know, I wasn't like a pro competitor or anything like that. I only did novice shows, amateur level shows, but I, I saw a good amount. And, you know, um, some of my friends who do it, I've talked to them and it's extremely hard for women to gain muscle, extremely hard, unless you're, you know, some kind of freak and you get a lot of, have a ton of testosterone. Um, you know, a lot of women want that in this field, but you can't get it. Um, you can't, we, we as women don't, you know, make testosterone like men do. So for you to get bulky is very, very hard. Um, but when you decrease your body fat and you have built up the muscle, you start to see your muscles more. And I think maybe that's what people are scared of when they say bulky is seeing your definition like that. Um, because on stage I was, you know, lighter than what I weigh now, but people are like, well, you looked so muscular. And I was like, actually, I was lighter than what I weighed before. So there's kind of like this misconception that bulky means gaining weight. You know what I mean? Mm. But to be honest, it's extremely hard to get to that level of leanness. And most competitors are only there for a few weeks because once you finish that competition and you drink water and eat some, like eat a cheat meal, um, you'll gain some weight back and you soften up so you don't look like you're bulky. So if that's a scare, I think don't be scared because it is so hard to look like that anyways. And it's for such a short time. And I don't think it looks bulky at all. I think it, I appreciate everybody who, you know, does something like that. Um, but I say, don't be scared of it because I think it's a pretty badass feeling. Sorry. I don't know mm-hmm. if I can swear, but, um, I think it's just, yeah, it's kick butt. You feel really awesome doing it. It's probably one of the best challenges you could do for yourself. If that's the kind of thing that you want to pursue. Um, what, one thing that I think that you, you might've heard or have thought before too, and I get this a lot in women, which is, it's just, looks freaky or just looks weird uh maybe there's fear behind having more muscle on the person's body and they're not used to it can you can you go into that mindset a little bit uh the women's mindset a little bit so that um you know you can sort of demystify that whole thought well there's different divisions of bodybuilding um and i think a lot of women don't maybe don't know that but there's one of the biggest categories that I see is bikini competitors and they're the least of all bulky, you know, 
they're not judged on that whatsoever. And, um, they don't have a ton of muscle mass, but they're, they're very lean. But, um, a lot of women lean towards that because it's not something that I guess, you know, quote unquote looks scary, but, um, so that would be like the, the bottom level. And then from there, there's figure competitors, which that that's what I had done. And, um, they have a little bit more muscle mass. And as you go higher up, you eventually, you know, you have physique and then you have bodybuilding. Um, so physique is a, is a division and then you have bodybuilding and bodybuilding is probably what most women, you know, will see and say, Oh, you know, that looks scary or whatnot. But again, those women have are training specifically for that division. They're training to look that certain way and, you know, their regimen is totally different than somebody doing bikinis. So it depends on the division that you want to do and what you're looking to achieve. So not nothing really to be afraid of. It's just something to strive for mm-hmm. if, if that's what people are looking for, right? Yeah. And honestly, yeah, you, know, you should never be afraid of building muscle. Like, like I said before, you, we don't make enough testosterone to get that bulky, um, especially like the bikini competitors or figure competitors. A lot of them work so hard, so hard at getting, you know, just a pound of muscle a year. And even that's difficult, but no, it shouldn't be anything scary. It's um, building, you know, building muscle has a lot more to do with your nutrition than it does going in the gym and lifting weights. Honestly. Excellent. Excellent. Good. Um, we're getting end of the show, getting very close, and I just had the last few mm-hmm. questions for you, Christina. Great job so far. Um, can you summarize for our audience uh, what is your philosophy about health and wellness? You may have said it earlier, but what is it? Yeah, uh, my philosophy for health and wellness is um, using your body efficiently. I think if you understand your body and you fuel it properly, and you train it properly, you don't overwork your body, um, you don't underwork it, that you can find the sweet spot that will keep you healthy, keep you happy, and, and keep you prevented, you know, preventing any injuries or anything ha- happening to you um, later on. So I'm a big advocate for preventative um, and efficient workouts. Awesome. Now, um, I know that you have this ebook coming out, or a cookbook ebook. And mm-hmm. I just wanted you to share with our audience a little bit more about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so when I would work with my clients, I'd get a lot of um, men and women telling me, oh, my husband doesn't eat this or my wife doesn't eat this. Um, you know, she doesn't like when I cook this and, you know, all this. And everybody kept asking me, why don't you write a cookbook? Why don't you write a cookbook? You know, they didn't, they couldn't, you know, get creative with some of the stuff that they were eating. So what I did is I experimented on my husband and I made two variations of every meal. Um, really easy. It's not complicated, even though it sounds like it. But I made two variations of each meal. And um, it's meant for a man and a woman. One side, you know, one part of the meal has more calories, is more dense and nutrients and calories for the man because that's, they require more food. And for the women, it was a little bit lighter on food or not food. It was a little bit lighter in nutrients and and calories. So it wasn't so heavy. And I found that, you know, it works well for people when 
they listen to their bodies and that not every, you know, when you eat at the dinner table, not everybody should be eating the same amount of everything. And I see that tends to happen. So the cookbook is variations of eating healthy on for a man and woman um, for now. And then um, <clears throat> it's all, all healthy, healthy, clean food that you can cook. And there's dinner recipes, there's breakfast recipes and in between meals. Super. So it'll be coming out hopefully at the end of December. Awesome. Good, good. Um, definitely have that in the show notes. Now, as far as three fitness tips for our audience about health and wellness, what mm-hmm. would you have? Uh, fitness and nutrition? It could be, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. My first fitness tip is work on full body exercises. Pull-ups are always, you know, I feel like they're underestimated, but do pull-ups. Everybody can do a pull-up, even though you think you can't work on doing a pull-up because it's a great core strength. It's a great upper body strength and it's overall a great exercise. Um, I think another one is track your food. See how much food you're eating because some people overeat a lot more than they think, you know, um, or they under or they're not eating enough protein or something like that. So see how much you're actually consuming. And I would say that my third tip would be um, do active resting. So on the weekends, if you don't exercise, go out and, and just go for a long walk or go for a bike ride or do something that gets you moving. It doesn't have to be going to the gym, but something that gets your body moving or blood flowing and you're not just sitting there uh, storing calories would be a great way to help start jumpstart, you know, uh, a weight loss program. Great, great tips. I love it. Um, I advocate of staying active, advocate of, you know, monitoring your food and full body movements. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, how do people get a hold of you, Christina? And do you have any last piece of advice? Um, they can get a hold of me. My website is CW physique dot com or my email is dwphysique at gmail dot com and uh, let's do last piece of advice I would say don't wait get started now uh, you're not getting any younger and the body will just you know get older as you get older so why not start turning it around now and getting healthier and more fit now um, there's no time to lose perfect absolutely great advice by the way CW what does that stand for CW Physique. No, the W. I'm, I'm confused. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my maiden name. Oh, there you go. There it was go. a lot. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> was Walterman. Got it, got it. So um, I'll have all those uh, details in our show notes for our audience. I uh, really appreciate your time, Christina. It went pretty fast and uh, really enjoyed it. Hope you had a great time, and maybe in the future we can do it yeah. again. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I had a great time as well. Perfect. I will uh, let you go, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks so much. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.